0: Hey friends, it's me, Mark James. Uh, Today is Thursday. Sorry I'm a little bit late. I've been busy. (laughs) What have I been doing? Well... I did what I said I was going to do. I promised you that today I would bring you details and factually have done the colonic irrigation and it just finished. I also told you that you didn't get to choose when it finished, so it might not even be over yet. But it finished for me about 20 minutes ago, I think. So I reckon I'm out of the safety window of when I might have to jump up and run to the toilet. Let's tell you about what's been going on. Last night I did shows on the border of Scotland again, this time at uh, Haggerston Castle. Always been one of my favourites. The manager up there is a good friend of mine, Tom. So uh, it was nice to see him and have a little chat, Uh, a socially distanced chat for all the wankers out there. (laughs) (laughs) um yeah so we had a little chat that was nice i did my show i did two performances as you know i said i was going to because of the social distance thing and they're only half filling the venues so half the people come in they see a show then they all leave the room gets completely wiped down which is quite an operation to watch Uh, like a team of cleaners come in and wipe down every chair every divider every everything and then they let a new set of guests in and they watch the show and it's all right and the shows last night were fun. That new billiard ball thing I've been working on went even better. So I'm really happy with that. I was laughing with Tom because I forgot the first time I met him, he was at a different holiday park that was much smaller. And predominantly, the guests were actually owners there. And, um, or they owned accommodation there, you know? They didn't own the park, but they own accommodation. They act like they own the park, <laughs> but they're always nice. They're always a laugh. Um, but yeah, so there were some owners there. And, um, they were watching the show and the show was a band then me then the second set of the band but the band there were only three of them but they had about 800 instruments so i was nowhere for me to set up no space and uh tom asked them to move some stuff and they kicked off about it and they were like we're not having this if you want us to move we'll just pack up and go and tom who's an absolute hero went well if that's your attitude pack up and go then and he sent them home (laughs) (laughs) And he got another band. What a beast. It was unbelievable. So cheers, Tom. You're a ledge. Um, that was awesome. And ever since then, we've been good pals. So uh, there he is. Uh, did the gig, drove home, obviously, to get home because I was taking Joshua to school. Got in at like one thirty again. Woke up this morning, took Joshua to school, drove home, immediately went out for my walk. I've done a big old walk today. I've actually done a lot of steps. I'll post another Instagram uh, today to do with the podcast, which I'll show you my step count and a couple of other things. Um, a picture of my face as I inserted the tube for the clonic. Um yeah, took Joshua to school, went for my walk, crushed the steps, got into town and uh, met Sarah for a coffee, this new place in Preston. It's so good. It's called Rise. They do great coffee. And uh, then I saw McDonald's. Did you know that McDonald's have got a new menu in England? They've got some new items. They've got uh, some... I don't know what one of the things is. I remember when I saw it, it wasn't something I would like, so I've forgotten. But they've brought two of the old McFlurries back, the dairy milk one and the uh, caramel dairy milk one. And they've also brought the triple cheeseburger. It's a cheeseburger, not a double, a triple. Now I've always been a big fan of the double cheeseburger and you buy the triple with some trepidation, trip tripledation. You think, is this gonna be too much meat? Well, my friends, I think we found the perfect burger. The, I mean, I've had some great burgers in my life. Most of them are in America, to be fair. In-N-Out Burger in LA is amazing. Wendy's in LA is amazing. Five Guys, which is in... Well, Wendy's is everywhere in America. In-N-Out is just in LA, I think. Um, Wendy's, which is across all of America, is a really amazing. I love that burger. Um, well, there's another great one in LA that I can't think. It's not In-N-Out. It's... Um, oh, someone else will tell me... In- Shake Shack! That's it. I like a Shake Shack burger. They're pretty good. Um, Five Guys, which is basically all over the world. That's a great burger. But then if you go in, you know, down the, the cheaper end of the market, I like a McDonald's, you know. A Big Mac burger is good. I like the sauce. I make it at home too. But the Triple Cheeseburger, oh, what a dream. It's delicious. So that was that. Then when I was walking after I met Sarah, I walked through this kind of Forest Park thing and I got nettled. I got stung by nettles for the first time since I was like about eight years old. So my eight-year-old instincts kicked in and I immediately went looking for a dock leaf. Now you'll all know about this. The apparent remedy to the nettle is to rub it with the back of a dock leaf. So I did that and I instantly felt relieved. And then I thought, why do dock leaves always grow near nettles? And why do dock leaves fix nettle stings? So I hastened to Google. I decided to look it up. Turns out they don't. It is a coincidence when dock leaves are near nettles, and apparently, there's nothing in them. That fixes you. So a nettle is like a um, a thin a hollow barb which has an acidic uh, p- properties to it apparently, and uh, histamines. And apparently a dock leaf could have antihistamines in or something, but they've never proven it. And uh, they say that the effect of a dock leaf on the nettle is actually just the effect of time that you're looking for the nettle uh, that you're looking for the dock leaf, and then you're rubbing it on, and that sort of fixes you. Time just fixes itself. Apparently it's a placebo. So, there you go. What can I say? <laughs> um, what else did I do? Oh, yeah, yesterday, before I went to my gig, I decided to remove almost all of the hair on my body <laughs> so i I started with my face, doing the usual shave, trimming the beard shape up, and then using the beard trimmer to um to do the face. And then I remembered, so I'm quite t- heavily tattooed on my arms, and I remembered that when I whenever you get a new tattoo, they shave your arm, and it always makes the tattoos you've always got look you've already got look loads better. So I thought, I wonder if I trim the hair down using the old the beard the trimmer one, you know, the electric one that gets your beard down to a short length. So I wonder if I use that on like the shortest length, no blade, ju- uh, sorry, no guard, just the blade. Uh, it'll leave a little bit of hair on my arm, but it'll basically be down. So I started on my arm, and I did that, and then I thought, well, I've got to do any hair that's on my hands and my upper arm. So I did that, and then I did the other arm because that would look stupid. And then I got a bit carried away, and I went for the chest, and then I basically took all of the other hair off my body except for my head and beard. <laughs> so I am I just like every bit I did this the other week uh, a little bit but now I've really gone for it so basically I am I mean let's get to the colonic but I'm hairless I'm totally hairless apart from stuff above the neck and I got nettled and then I came home after eating the triple cheeseburger and I went to the toilet normally and I thought it's time to knuckle up and get on with this colonic so let's get to it friends I'll post a picture on Instagram of what the bag looks like, but I've explained before. It's basically a a bag, the the length of a forearm. It's got like a hard rim at the top, which is the last thing you need when you're doing a clonic. You need quite a soft rim. (laughs) and um you fill it with water a little bit of apple cider vinegar not sure why that's what sarah said so i did it um and then you stick the little tube end the little kind of adapter the adapter is a bit like one of those things do you remember the thin metal adapter that you got on a bicycle pump that you could use to pump up your football when you were a kid well it's like one of them except it's white plastic and it's a bit thicker so you stick that up your bum hole And you lie on your side, and you put something down on the bathroom floor, because the floor's going to be cold, obviously. And you get a pillow, because you might be there for a few minutes while the water goes in. And then you, um, oh, I didn't tell you my weight, by the way. Uh, 18 stone 9, so I did lose more weight yesterday. I was saying I might be 1811, but I was was 18 stone 9 this morning, so that was pretty good. Um, Anyway, so the pipe goes in and that's a little bit you know uncomfortable you want to stick your finger up your bum a little bit first just to make sure the hole is ready (laughs) for fuck's sake why am i talking about this so you stick the you (laughs) you stick the little pipe up your bum after you've explored with your finger uh wet your finger first you can you know Lick it or whatever if you want to. I'd advise that you only lick it before the first time you stick your finger in there. After you've had it in there once, if you need to wet it again, probably find something else rather than stick that finger back in your mouth. But anyway, stick the pipe up there. uh, And then there's a little tap at the end of the pipe and you turn it. And when you turn it, you will pretty much immediately feel quite a strange sensation. I could only describe it as having a shit backwards. If Christopher Nolan had a shit in Tenet... This is what it would be like. (laughs) So, yeah, you feel the water go in and you look at the bag quite studiously and uh, you kind of watch the water level go down and then basically the bag is empty and you see the tube start to empty, like the, the water moving down the tube quite rapidly. Then you pull the tube out and in my case, throw the end into the bath and then you stand up and you sit down on the toilet. And when you do, basically Niagara Falls, but with lumps takes place. And it's the most incredible relief ever. It feels amazing. Now, a friend of mine messaged me to ask what the benefits of a colonic are. And honestly, when I looked it up, I couldn't find a huge amount. It's one of those things that, again, I think is a bit of a placebo. People swear by the benefits of it, health benefits, long-term effects, improved metabolism, all that stuff. And most of the internet says that it's bollocks. I can only tell you about what I think the benefits are from my own experience. And for me, it's that I used, I kind of, when I was eating pretty badly, I found myself having all the symptoms of irritable bowel syndrome, the chronic pain in the bowel, you know, acidic poo that feels like it's burning your bum hole, quite irregular bowel movements, all sorts of stuff. Um, And so I often go through periods where I just can't go to the toilet. Sometimes we'll sit down to watch a film and I'll say, I've got to go to the bathroom and I'll miss half an hour of the film or we'll pause it and I'll come back and Sarah will have started watching a complete different show or she'll be asleep. I've been sitting in the toilet that long and half the time I'm sitting there and I'm not going. So doing the colonic, um, it just kind of, because it fills your bowel, I think everything that's in there gets moved around a bit, it gets broken up, it gets pulled away from the sides or wherever it might be stuck, and it comes out. So I can only say that I did it. It felt like a bunch came out. When I looked in the toilet, a bunch did come out, solids and fluids, and then I did it again. I I filled the bag, I stuck the tube in, I did it one more time. Then that was basically just water and I felt like it was clean. And then I stood up from the toilet and I just feel empty. I feel amazing. The Clonic really just, it just makes you feel really good, really empty and like things are good. So essentially, I'm a hairless, nettle-defeating, cheeseburger-eating shit machine. <laughs> yeah, I'm a hairless shit machine. That's that's what I've done today. Um, who knows what I'm going to tell you about tomorrow. I don't have a gig tonight. I'm off tomorrow as well. So in the morning, I'm going to get up and do some walking, take Joshua to school. Uh, I'll get the podcast up a little bit earlier tomorrow, back to normal time in the afternoon. Um, sorry, I was late today. I hope it was all right. (laughs) And I'm going to take my hairless little body back downstairs and chill out. So I finally did the clonic. Oh, and by the way, I got weighed. So I ate the cheeseburger, I also had a McFlurry and I had loads to drink as well. I've had like uh, an energy drink, I've had a Diet Coke, I've had a glass of orange juice, I've had some water, um, a bunch of different stuff and then I got weighed. And basically from all of that stuff, I noticed that my weight had gone back up to 18.11. So during the course of the day, obviously you gain and lose weight based on what you eat and whether you go to the toilet and stuff. Uh, so I'd gained two pounds and then I did the colonic and I got weighed after the first one and I'd lost a pound and a half. And then I got weighed again after the second go and I'd lost another half a pound. So I was back to the weight that I'd started the day. So um, I guess the colonic flushes out some stuff that weighs something as well. So there it is. Um, that's the full colonic, full onic. And um, yeah, I'll speak to you tomorrow, won't I? <laughs> Someone told me today that I should tell the story that I told them about when I lost my virginity. And it is funny. So if you wanna hear that story, right, about, and it is totally, totally mad and really funny. So if you wanna hear the story of how I lost my virginity, do me a favor, share the podcast somewhere. And if I look on Facebook and the podcast with me tagged in it on Facebook has been shared 20 times, I will tell you the story of how I lost my virginity. So share it on your, don't say that that's why, just share the podcast, say it's really funny. And if 20 of you do it, I will tell the story of how I lost my virginity on tomorrow's podcast. And it is piss funny, I promise. So speak to you later, friends. Bye.